Hey, welcome back to the Don't Kill the Messenger podcast. Your host, Victor. Today, I have uh, Karan Nijawin. Oh my gosh, I, I was afraid to mess it up, but <laughs> I knew it. Um, but he is, he has created something fantastic. Him and I met a couple months ago now at a live event of one of our friends. Um, and I feel like almost instantly you and I immediately connected. Um, he runs something called Jube, which stands for Just Be Yourself, and was created to help people connect in a disconnected world. Uh, go figure, right? Uh, under the Jube umbrella, the Giving Circle is a private, invite-only group of entrepreneurs that are looking to scale their business. So he kind of manufactures all of that, and it's so fantastic. I can't wait to dive into this. Um, what's going on, Karen? Hey, Victor. Thanks, man. I think what attracted me to you right away at Cody's event was that big smile. <laughs> yeah. right away, man, this is a guy that I'm sure regardless of how his day is going, he's going to just smile throughout the entire conference. I want to hang out with this guy. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I know. I know one of the first things like I, one of the first conversations we had, I know, was really into it was disgusting conversations. How meta is that? Right. And I, I was saying, like, I'm a huge fan of not going with like top level conversation i like to get in quickly to get to know someone i'm really and i i know you've said this before you're not a fan of the of the like hey networking hey what do you do i actually personally despise that question myself uh tell me a little bit more about like how you help people like what, what it is here so you just nailed so many, I feel like that right there is a podcast. Like you just nailed like five key flaws in human, <laughs> in human interaction just in that sentence alone. Um, so the way this all kind of started was I'm from a pretty small place. Uh, it's called St. John's, Newfoundland, um, population of the entire province. For all you Americans out there, the province, there's different provinces. Um, it's 500,000 people. So not a big group of people. And growing up, entrepreneurship even in a small place like that it wasn't overly sexy it wasn't this sought after thing like it is today yeah I found myself craving not necessarily what entrepreneurship not not what the word meant but more so the feelings of just discovery and growth and momentum and energy and those were the words and feelings that I had associated with the word entrepreneur so I was like cool where do I meet entrepreneurs let's go to a networking event right and yep I went to a networking event and Dude, very quickly, I realized that I was in the wrong room. It was, you know, people that led with their business cards, ended with their business cards. And I, I left the entire event with this, just a stack of business cards. And I couldn't even name one thing about that person besides what they did. And I thought that that was really backwards that we were leading with this transaction mentality and not an interaction mentality. And I would just, it's just, it was like this epiphany moment of like, dude, you're in the wrong room. Why do you keep going back to these events? It's the same thing over and over. You know, you're going to be asked, what do you do? You know, the conversation is going to die down after what do you do? Like, why not start asking more questions that a, quite frankly, you actually want to know about the other person mm -hmm. and b, see what actually lights them up. Cause it's not always their work. So Jube was created, um, I guess, you know, quite simply to ask better questions that produce, better answers. I love that. And I know um, I heard you say so many cool things at that event. Um, one of the things I know I've heard you say in the past before is like, and I, I've actually did this myself and I started doing this, like we do this thing for dinner around here where we're like, hey, what are you thankful for? What was, what was your best part of your day? What was your good for today type of deal? And like I changed it one day and I'm like, hey, what made you smile today? 
And I know like, so that's something you say, that's one of your things because like, I, I love what it does. You know, it does associate the person's like best, the first thing that they come up remember <laughs> of like, Hey, what, what was that smile? And it just associates you with them, with that piece of it too. Um, and I, I love that because that's a different way of looking at, you know, marketing. It, you said you went to network events. I've been to plenty of those too. And I'm sure you've got it. And this is probably why you don't like it because I don't this way. Um, like someone says, Hey, what do you do? You immediately tell them. And then I've heard you say this before. They start looking over your shoulder. like, Oh, that doesn't suit me at all. Like that's not relevant to me. Like that's kind of a, so rude, you know? So I, it's I, so I backwards that your title yeah. dictates your value on this planet. It's so backwards that the moment you think that someone perceives you of not a value right away they yeah, right away man they start scanning the room like who else is here i wonder who else with a better title is here that i can talk to because let's say you're having a conversation and somebody is in the finance business and the other person is a is a lawyer i know i just kind of threw out two job titles right, yeah, yeah. right away you ask the person what do you do hey i'm in finance hey what do you do i'm in law cool like you kind of lose any sort of commonality you don't get a chance to get to that level of commonality um, with basic questions like what do you do? So what made you smile today? Yeah, it's an amazing question because there's no hint of work in that question. Number yeah. one, the answer also dictates what's kind of top of mind for that person. It could be work. It could be family. It could be their own business. It could be last night they finally hit their first home run. It could be they just bowled three strikes in a row. It could be they just hit their, their first hole in one. It could be that they started journaling today. There's, there's so many ways that yeah. they could make a question like what made you smile today? And I guess a a secondary question to that that invokes very similar emotion is what was the best part of your day today so mm. to a stranger and right away you ask them what was the best part of their day and the first few times you do that you're gonna get this weird look like who are you <laughs> and then no I, I get that once they clue into the question again same thing with the smile question they think back throughout their day think about the best part ideally they were smiling and right away then they're, they're now associating you Victor as the person asking them the question with that happiness moment in their life. So right away, you've brought them back to that same state. They could have had a hundred things go wrong after that moment. But the fact that you asked them, what was the best part of your day? Right away, all those worries disappear for a minute and you get back to that same mental state. So yeah, it's, it's interesting how, you know, your view take is definitely a little bit more on the marketing side of things. So I'm very fascinated by just both of our heads and how we perceive the same thing in different lenses, which is super cool to me. Yeah. Well, for example, like one of the reasons I brought up marketing was because with that, for example, since I work a lot with Facebook ads, um, we do, we have to put something in front of somebody at the right time. Right. Um, if you, it's very transactional, then it's similar to that networking event. Like that's how I associate it. Right. Philosophy is to make it conversational to the work where it makes the one a person start that conversation with us or whoever it is that we do have something to sell down the line. That's not important. Now we want to know if it's a right fit. We want to know if we even get along first before we say, Hey, buy my thing. Cause immediately you're turned off. What you don't know if that person could actually help you, but most people get turned off by that immediately. And then they're like, Oh, I don't like that person. Or they, they get that whole like, Oh, now I feel like I'm selling and the whole sleaziness or whatever. And it's like, that's not really what it's about. Mm -hmm. how you perceive it right if if you're starting from that like just like you said that transactional mindset of like what do you do or like hey buy my stuff then sure you're going to get a lot of pushback you're going to get a lot of like face level like top level conversations that just kind of lead nowhere most of the time 
And, you know, I'm under the belief if it isn't, it isn't a good conversation unless it leads to another, um, whether that be saying something like, hey, I know someone that could help you with that. Or, you know, like, hey, I might actually need that. Can you tell me more? Whatever it may be, that right there is, that's a different way of looking at our, at least our approach, right? Most people will tell you, we'll just put you in front of people. I'm telling you that we're going to have you start conversations with the right people. That's, that's really what it's all about. That's what drives business. So, um, and that was one of the things that's like, as soon as I started talking to you, I feel like why we immediately connected with that. So, um, tell me more about this giving circle. Like I I remember, you and I had chatted a little bit after that and like how that really goes into what you're doing now. So before I even get into that again, you just nailed it on the head. It's (laughs) whatever you're putting out there, the goal yeah, might be down the road to see if there's a value exchange, if there's a mutually beneficial relationship that can occur based on just good business and good practices and good relationships. Absolutely agree. Nothing wrong with that. But the approach is, again, we try to speed up the only thing in life that actually matters, which is relationships, which is so backwards. And the goal of, you know, I would say the goal of my marketing or any person I meet, whether it's a podcast like this, or when I'm on Instagram live or Facebook, whatever it is, I'm just trying to create a conversation. Right. Conversation is geared towards what they eat today. Then that's what we talk about. If it's geared towards what keeps them up at night, that's what we talk about. Very different things, but there's never a sense of like, buy this or today only. Like those are right. me, yeah. me and my girlfriend always laugh about the today only because it's just so like it's, it's everywhere so that turning into the giving circle so yeah you mentioned earlier the giving circle is just my private community of entrepreneurs um right now it's really cool we had a call on monday and it spanned over four time zones which i was like oh my god this is so cool that is awesome. they're, they're all in north america but there's four different time zones which is so cool yeah and it's just a it's a it's a group of entrepreneurs. You could call it a mastermind. You could call it a membership, however you want to frame it. It's solopreneurs have a lot on their plate and they're not always good at figuring out the answers on their own. So mm-hmm. if you pool the resources and the brain power of other people that have either been there or are currently fighting those struggles, it's just a knowledge transfer economy. It's, Hey, you've done this. This is exactly where I'm stuck. What did you do? And then you will have a couple of people that are in front of you in life and a couple of people behind you in life. And then you just, you know, you've probably heard me say this and this is no secret, but you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. For me, I'm just always looking to enhance that five. And you know, one of my favorite tricks on Facebook to get rid of those five people. And maybe you should be the one that actually tells the audience because it's so fitting because guys, I don't know when you're going to listen to this guys and girls, but it was just Victor's birthday two days ago. Happy belated. Yeah, and thank you. I would, love, I would love for you to share what I do on someone's birthday. Yeah, sure. So um, it's so it's I've never heard anyone doing this, and it almost <laughs> sounds sadistical at the same time. It makes a lot of sense because we are in this like overly connected, overly automated world, which is um, sounds somewhat contradictory to what we do because we automate a lot of things. But I try to automate what's necessary. However. On someone's birthday, Kieran here, he, he decides to look at, hey, have I talked to this person in like the past, I think it was like the past year or so, or like, are, are, they, are they someone that I'm still like, can I actually help them? Can I, am I relevant to them? Is there some, some connection still there? Or was it more of like a transactional thing that happened one and done and kind of never led anywhere? 
And on their birthday, he decides to <laughs> unfriend them. If, if it's the latter, right? You're making it sound so mean right now. I, I know, I know, I know. That's why I say it, it sounds this way, but at the same time, it makes sense because, I mean, I'm sure a lot, I, I get a lot of things from people. Like, I got so many like happy birthdays. I'm like, great. Like from people that I, I haven't talked to in a while, I'm like, oh, hey, it was great to talk to them again. You know, it was a great conversation starter. At the same time, there's people that I, <laughs> I, I, I was like, who are you? You know, they were like, happy birthday. They sent me like uh, an instant message, like happy birthday. And I was joking with somebody because I was talking about some, this, what you do, because it was my birthday. And I was like, I hope he doesn't unfriend me. Um, and uh, Which was your message back to me when I messaged you, happy birthday. You, you exactly said, you said, thanks, brother. Yay, you didn't unfriend me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, all right, awesome. I made the cut. Um, so Tony, you're actually the second person since that conference we met at who has now said that to me <laughs> that's so funny yeah like now as you release it into the world everyone knows right so they better watch out um but i was talking to somebody and they said the i, I said to them i was like i bet you I, mean, I don't know who this person is i don't know this name or recognize it i bet you it's some type of real estate agent or an insurance agent that wants to start a conversation that's going to pitch me in, in a little bit um and sure enough it was a real estate agent and i was like oh hey thank you i appreciate it and they were like, great, yeah, so if you're, are you looking for it? And I was like, wow, like, that was their way of saying, starting the conversation. I was like, that's kind of, that's very similar to the, it just made me think of like being back at a networking event. To like, what do you do? Marketing. Oh, great, okay, I'm gonna like, who else can help me? Like, what's more important here? You know, like, that's kind of what it felt like. And I was like, that's no way to scale a business you know like so it was so just actually dude you just made a really good point again i feel like you're the one that's kind of running this thing <laughs> you're dropping all the knowledge here um saying happy birthday to a friend on facebook and then maybe unfriending them for the reasons that you just stated that i do yeah is relatable to business right so all of our clients essentially what we're saying is we're saying happy birthday to them and then if or if they respond we're trying to then pitch them right away what the next thing is happy birthday thank you so much for thinking of me Hey, do you want to buy this package? Yeah. Like, no, it's like, where's the value? It's like you just brighten someone's eyes by wishing them happy birthday with your marketing saying, this is your perfect like lead magnet. Like, you know, lead magnets are great. If you're giving value, they're absolutely great. Yep. You're just essentially giving a gift to someone almost like a birthday gift. And in exchange for that birthday gift, there's already an expectation that, Hey, if I give you this gift, even though it's your birthday, um, when do I sign? When do I send you the contract? Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, like, I, I know you say that and, and you don't mean it in a way that like, Hey, don't ever make any offers. No, there's, no, no, no. That's not, that's not what I mean. Yeah. I, and, and it, it, there's definitely like a time and a place and like something like that is not cool in my eyes. Right. You know, if, if I feel like both of us have a very similar mind when it comes to marketing, we're like, we want to build those relationships. Absolutely. A lot of people say that, do they actually mean it? Right. Is there like that? All right. I want to build a relationship, but I also want to make money and like, yeah, you do. You can, if, if you think about it that way, you're going to be stuck in this transactional mindset where I feel like, can I, how many people can I actually serve? How can, how can I help them? I feel like that. That's so, I don't like saying that personally. Like how many people can I serve? I feel like it, like it's thrown around a lot. But you know, it's got, it's got a lot of weight to it. The yeah. words serve and the word, like impact actually means something to me as well. Yeah. It's, it's, 
you know, I'm not necessarily concerned about like me and you having a conversation today and then you buying from me in the next 12 months. Like sometimes this could take years if it even turns yeah. into anything. And like, that's great. But it's almost like sometimes the way I do business is kind of like set it and forget it. It's like I plant the seed and which is just a conversation. And then honestly, like maybe I just forget about it. And then a year later, that person comes back into my life. And then we just pick up as if we had known each other this entire time because we left on such a good note. We left on a pure value play, nothing to do with sales. And uh, yeah, like, I'm not quite sure where I was going with that, but to your point, it's just like, you, you can't speed up some of these relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And I know um, we're just so bombarded. I feel like everyone's used to seeing the, the quick, small percentage of the people that are, that are like, hey, buy now, the, the quick buyers, right? Like I can be that, that person to a certain extent for certain things. But then I can be like the person that follows someone for years and then buys the $7 thing that they have as their initial purchase to get someone in the door three years later, you know, like depending on what it is. And you can't, you can't speed that up as long as that person has stayed relevant and like intentionally created additional conversations and, and engagement with me, then I'm like, Oh yes. Yeah. I want that eventually. Not right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I feel like a lot of people get stuck in this like immediate, they're so focused on the immediate return, which has its, has its place at the same time. It's like, you can also burn a lot of bridges that way. You know, the so other thing is, is like, don't take it personally. If the person yeah. doesn't either, respond right away or respond in the way that you wanted mm -hmm. or if that that relationship doesn't escalate as fast as you wanted like i have still people till every like this week i have people unsubscribing from my emails mm -hmm. at first it's like it's a shot in the it's like a shot yeah, my yeah. Email, i'm like crap i just lost two subscribers um then i'm like listen this is obviously like, it's not the, it's not the right fit for them like yeah. i can't blame somebody for unsubscribing to any of my stuff because hey maybe i'm not speaking to that person and from a pure ego standpoint, yeah, you just got to leave that ego at the door. It's like, it doesn't matter if you lose a couple of subscribers. It's like, you're also doing them the favor. And like, what right is it that I have that I can force you to stay on my email list? Like, that doesn't make sense either. Right, exactly. Unless, and, and that's so true because the, you might, what people evolve, people change, relationships change. So that doesn't mean that they're not a right fit for you. It just means that it's not a right fit right now. You know, mm -hmm. that's, it's really all they're saying most of the time when they say something like that. So I, I, I do love the fact that you kind of brought up um, or it came up where we were t kind of touched on getting someone to start that conversation and without immediately pitching them. Where would, I'm curious to what, you, what your answer is here. Like where would you say is a good time for most people to, to say, hey, this has turned into something I might be able to help you. I'm curious to know how you do something like that. So just to make sure I want to understand the question correctly, it's when you're having these conversations with a prospect, with a potential client, mm -hmm. and you start to realize, hey, this, I, I can actually help you. Yeah. Um, instead of going for the jungler, what is the right thing to say or how to approach right. that? Yeah. Is that the question? Yes. Okay. So easy. Um, actually, it's not easy because nothing's easy these days. Um, <laughs> keep investing in that relationship. Um, come at it from a place of ideas. Help them with any sort of barriers that you think that they're facing. One of my favorite questions is, if you had a magic wand, what barriers would you need to overcome right now to move that needle forward? And right away, they're like, oh, like that's exactly it. And that's where I'm stuck. And right away, dude, 
you're also then positioning yourself in a light in their head that they've never seen before. They've never seen somebody question them in a way that's not like, oh yeah, that's in module six. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's, I love like, that. You're just asking the questions that like, they're just thinking on a whole new level. And they're like, man, if this guy is giving me so much value, I've heard him talk about his thing, his course, his ebook, his, his private program. I wonder what it's about. Let me reach out and see what it's about. And then when you come to the table where that person is already more interested in you than you are in them potentially, not from a negative standpoint, but right, if they right. first, it's their idea. So right away, they're already more accepting of what it is you have to say, what it is, what value you have to exchange. And again, it's coming out of a place from, I've, I've, I said this at lunch today too. It's like, I'm in the business of business making sense. If it doesn't make sense for two people or the parties, like don't do it. And that's totally fine. Like there's no hard feelings. Same thing if somebody unsubscribes, no hard feelings. It's just yeah. didn't make sense in that moment. So for me, I approach these conversations because let's be honest, you know, my offer is not necessarily a cheap ticket. So for someone to spend thousands of dollars annually with me, it comes out of a place of, I need to be of utmost value to that person pretty much on every communication I have with them because I need to just reconfirm, especially at the start, reconfirm that yep. there's no buyer's remorse, that they're getting exactly what they signed up for. So honestly, it's just coming out of a place of seeing, my friend Drasco says this, it's funny, I've been referencing him a lot lately in podcasts, but he says this thing where like, meet them where they're at. So I've got all of these ideas in my head on what I can execute for their business, yep. but they're not ready. They're not, they're, they might be on like level three when I'm already talking level seven. Yeah. Well, meet them, meet them where, where they're at. So I'm trying to get better at like slowing down my enthusiasm and my excitement to just like to say, dude, slow down. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's just meet them where they're at. So I'm not too, too in their face about it. Yeah. And I, th I think I, I love that you brought that up because that can be overwhelming. That's, I feel like that's definitely a piece. Um, like if I were to transition this into like what this would look like marketing wise, um, like a digital conversation, it would be something like, you know, a, a quick actionable, like checklist, PDF, cheat sheet or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, here's something like you might be at this area. And you kind of put that thing in front of people where you think they're at. And it's like, hey, if someone who people that are at there, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna raise my hand, sign me up. I want that. They, you get them with that one step, but you can then go into like, hey, so I have this whole 20, like, I don't know, like this whole year long program that's going to do this thing for you. You're like, you're kind of skipping a few steps, right? Whereas instead the next thing you give them is, is a, is a like, Hey, here, if you were there, the next obvious step is this, I can help you with a piece of that. And then if you want actual more, like we can get on a call and I can kind of personalize that for you, or you can do something the next day, the next day, the next day and so on and so forth. Right. So it's kind of like, continuously helping them along, like leaving the breadcrumbs to where they need to go because you know where, just like you said, I know where they, like they could be at level seven here, but they're at level three right now. Like I'm leaving breadcrumbs for them to get there first. Right. Is that kind of where? Yeah, that's, that's, that's absolutely it. And something that I've been implementing in my own business lately, which is, is still new for me is not trying to close that conversation or the close that deal too early. Even when I feel like maybe like now's, now's the time I'll still put it off like a week and have another conversation just to add more value before I go for that ask. And again, it's not like a today only, it's not like scarcity. It's, I want to wait to see like, 
first of all, I think it's very important too, is like, you know, free advice is like, everyone has it, right? Like everyone yeah, gives yeah. Free, free advice. It's one thing to like give out advice to people that you support and that you serve. It's another for you to do that and then watch them take it and then actually go implement it. Then you know, they're actually really serious. So yeah. instead of, you know, going for the quick sell up front and then having a nightmare customer, which we've all had, like make sure do that extra due, del- due diligence before you even sign that contract or negotiate that deal. Um, just to make sure that they are the right fit. Cause a lot of people do think even today that sales is a disqual is a qualification process, but it's a disqualification process. It's like, who do I not want to work with? Cause you're definitely know who you don't want to work with. Yeah, true. I definitely have those. I have those stories as well. Like what have I signed them up for? <laughs> like, I'm like, Oh man, you know, um, it's, it's, it's tough for sure. So I know we got a few minutes left here. I just wanted to go ahead and ask. Um, so if, if someone wanted to get started, cause I, I know, um, at least from what I got from you, I, I get a lot of, a lot of these little phrases that I like to start kind of using now in my vocabulary or how I speak. Um, so thank you for that. But what would you say is something someone can start with if they want to have better conversations, more meaningful relationships with people? I would say the easiest, quickest thing is to treat that person. And this is going to sound kind of weird for somebody who has never done anything like this before. Yeah. But just say to them, like, what's up? As if you've already known them for like 10 years. Like when I see my best friends, I'm like, hey, what's up? If I meet someone new, hey, what's up? with the same tone, that's the, the same way, right? So you start approaching every relationship as if it's just another relationship. Just because mm-hmm. you're meeting someone new for the first time, whether it's online or offline, doesn't mean you need, you need to reinvent in your head, what, what should I say? Like you've, you've been around for so long and the, hey, what's up? It's just like, it's a quick, easy icebreaker just to say, hey, like what's going on? It, again, it could be, oh, you know, like work sucks right now. Or, oh, you wouldn't believe my mom this morning. Or, oh, these guys on my basketball team are just horrible. Like you don't know what's going to come up. So you're giving them essentially an open stage to lead with whatever conversation they want to go. And then you just take that direction with them. Um, but again, if you're asking like, what do you do and stuff, it, it's very limited, right? So, and I would also say, you know, introduce questions into your vocabulary that embrace emotion. Like we talked about earlier, like what was the best part of your day? What made you smile today? What keeps you up at night? Things like that, that people are, again, it's going to feel a little bit awkward the first couple of times you ask these questions for both of you. Yeah. But the more you do it again, it's like any muscle, right? You're just like flexing this muscle in your head to be awkward for like a minute. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like the best piece of advice I could give to anybody is ask questions that you genuinely want to know the answers to. And that alone in itself is so big because they're going to see it on your face that you're actually curious and that it's not just a BS question in your, in your toolkit and you're going to engage because it's actually a question you actually wanted to know. And then the conversation just gets, I don't know. It's just like, it's like a ball of energy. And I feel most of my conversations today are just like this ball of energy. Cause like, I just genuinely care about what the person is doing. No, that, I love it. Yeah. It makes sense. So thank you again for uh, being on the show. I'm definitely going to, I love putting that. I'm sure you've seen it in some of the emails I send out. Sometimes I'm like, Hey, it's like a question open-ended. Are you interested in this? Or like that whole, Hey, Monday. And it's like, I'm doing this. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I love it. So awesome. Um, well, 
again, it isn't a good conversation unless it leads to another. So thank you again for coming on. I appreciate you having you. And I look forward to chatting some more. Thanks, Victor. Thank you so much for having me. Keep that smile going. <laughs> All right. We'll see you. Thanks. And there you have it. Another fantastic episode of Don't Kill the Messenger. So I bet you're a bit like me and you have a service that people need to get the result that they are looking for, that they want. And yet most coaches and consultants and course creators run into the the objections of like, well, I don't know if this is for me or the conversations that immediately talk about price or they're, you know, this to go round and round in circles because we may have gone too quickly into this transactional state by asking too much up front. Don't worry, because the good news is that with one simple change, you can start to immediately see an uptick of new leads and conversations so that you can get even more clients and customers. Head on over to ventobot.com forward slash CDF. And that will give you the everything you need to go ahead and do that. All right, I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.